We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Who the hell are we? And why should you listen to anything we have to say? Well, as far as myself, I have an MBA, securities licenses, and clients' net worth for decades for $15 million. They have $50 million. So you only can keep clients like that if you use decision science. You use logic and you use math and you have a vast network of people that you tap in to their knowledge to benefit your clients because because of my securities licenses, I have a fiduciary responsibility to protect the public. Now, for me to make money and live a good lifestyle here in Southern California, I have to consistently make my client money. And more than that, provide them with the right intellectual, financial resources so we all could be happy. So I translate that, my career, who I am, into sports betting to give you, of all people, the tools you need to put money in your pocket, betting on college and professional sports. Why do I do that? I do it because I just got tired of listening to the bullshit from ESPN, from Fox Sports. Constant ton, Big Ten channel, constant ton of just crap. So since I watch a lot of sports, since I have a lot of contacts in the sports industry, I decided to share information, good, solid I have a journalism background as well, well-sourced information so we can all help each other get to the truth or at least get close to the truth. Elon Musk said, if you know the truth, you can predict outcomes. So what we do is we collaborate. The sports betting is about collaboration. We collaborate with each other to get as close to the truth as possible to predict outcomes. And since we live in a $134 trillion U.S. market, the richest country in the world, for now, there's enough money for everybody where we do not have to be over-competitive. But we teach decision science. We teach uh, mental health, mental health first aid kit. We teach... Uh, different methods, the nuts and bolts, right, of how to pick an investment, how to analyze an investment, right? And sports betting is an investment of your time and your money, so you have to have a very disciplined process. I feel it. Sometimes you feel it. You grind, you grind, and then you get the big play. And you feel it. Every single week has been completely nuts. It's been completely out of control. 
It's been completely <laughs> absurd. It's been completely irrational. It's been completely unfair. But you know what? Life is not fair. It's not at all for anybody. There's no excuse any week not to make profit. There's no excuses. Nobody cares. We're all be destined. All right? And that is the bottom line. So we'll get into this week to people who are hard asses who do not make or have excuse is Mike Tom and Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick does not have excuses up to the point that he cheats as much as he can. And now he's old. He's in a position where he has blackmail on the craft family. That's the end. Brable's coming in. Seems like he's tanking, so Brable can have some players next year. And the new general manager can have some players to pick to the draft. What does it mean to us so we can monetize that? What it means to us is that Belcheat will not cover. It's going to be the Steelers minus six on a short week, Thursday night. Uh, the players are complaining for Belcheat to give me Mike Tomlin minus the six under 30 points. Under 30 points. Neither team can score. Next game we're going to look at, and I've been following the Atlanta Falcons closely this year to monetize their games. So, to that end, give me the Atlanta Falcons. All right. Give me the Atlanta Falcons at home against Tampa Bay. They lost the first game. They're going to win the second game against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has been ultra pathetic this year, they've been a complete disaster. All right. Uh, two games that I'm going to skip that I'll talk about later are going to be the Texans and the Jets. I'm going to skip over. Uh, and on Twitter on Sunday, I'll go ahead and give you those picks. And then the Broncos at the Chargers. Leaning Broncos plus uh, give me the Broncos on the money line, right? Broncos on the money line against the Chargers. I'll give you the total on Sunday on Twitter. But the Atlanta Falcons against Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay's been Super pathetic. They're a team that relies on field field position to do well, and they sucked all year with field position. Okay, so field position. Uh, it shows a lack of detail, lack of discipline you need in the NFL, and that is on your head coach, uh, Todd Bowles. And I was getting on him for communication on defense, but I guess the way society is, the way players are the way things are going, all teams are having, except the elite teams, the good defenses like the Cowboys, uh, you know, your good defensive teams, uh, your disciplined teams like the Steelers, they're, they're okay. But there's been a lot of undisciplined, lack of communication on defense with a lot of teams. The New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Saints, their back's up against the wall. Uh, James Winston, his back up is against the wall. Does he have an NFL career? We're going to find out, right? We're going to find out. Uh, Tyson Hill looks good. The line looks good. Uh, man, Detroit's a hot team. And New Orleans went toe-to-toe with them, right? The Saints went toe-to-toe with your Detroit Lions, right? They went toe-to-toe with the Detroit Lions. Uh, so 
I like them, right, this week. I like the New Orleans Saints, okay? Give me the New Orleans Saints. Minus five, under 38. New Orleans. Backs against the wall. His back is up against the wall, right? Carolina, 1-11. It's a completely pathetic football team with no owner, no general manager, no coaching staff. It's a complete disaster. Analytics, analytics is not working football. I have a client who wants after MIT. He has a degree from MIT, even though these college professors, we saw them in Congress. It's MIT degrees and Harvard degrees. They can't even answer a simple question. You believe in a whole race being killed? Maybe you don't know about a whole race being killed. What's your problem? I digress. She's smart. She has a lot of money. She has a degree from MIT. He has a World Series ring for the St. Louis Cardinals. He will not take NFL clients because the math does not work. Analytics does not work in football. And look at an analyst team like Carolina. They're 1-11. We're going to make money off them again with your New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints will uh, get us the minus five. should be more. And this game, for sure, is going to be under 38. You have permission Lions. We told you they're a hot team. Looking good this year. Uh, their offensive coordinator, you got to watch when offensive coordinators are looking for jobs. Okay. When they're looking for jobs, you got to see if they can compartmentalize, compartmentalize what they're doing with the new job offer. So that'll be interesting to watch. The Bears beat Detroit the first time. Every time this year I've gone against revenge theory, I've lost. So I'm going to learn my lessons. That's what the last podcast I encourage you to listen to, the Hawthorne Effect. We go over what we miss. Whatever you track and measure, you improve performance by 10 to 20%. And again, you cannot be delusional. You have to have checks and balances within your system to make sure that you keep your mind sharp, right? And that you are not a legend in your own mind, that you are able to take care of your blind spots. You do not make mistakes to lose you money. So we're going to make money on your Detroit Lions this week. Give me the Detroit Lions minus three, going to be over 44. Usually when you have a running guy like uh, coaches at Detroit, and you have Eberhaus, who's a defensive guy. Before the modern era, these games would go under. However, doesn't even matter. You could be as pathetic as the Carolina Panthers are, pathetic as the Patriots are, as pathetic as the Giants are on offense. You still got a factor in to get a score ten. They might not, but they should. So ten plus ten equals twenty. The total on this game is 44. They've played each other, and there's no fear factor at all. Look, this game to go over. But look, the Lions, they covered three points. It's only three because the Bears beat them last time. And the other thing is accounting for the quarterback. The Detroit Lions defense does not account for the quarterback. 
they have to make that adjustment and, and, and look out for the quarterback in this situation. Jacksonville Jaguars. Last time we saw them, they lost a starting quarterback. I like C.J. Bither as a backup. So just automatically because it's a backup, they're not going to lose or the game's going to be out of control, right? And we looked at with James Browning, which we'll talk about a little later. But uh, the Clowns coming off a loss. Jacksonville coming off a loss. Uh, Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco, stiff neck, broken back playing. He has a ceiling. There's only so much he can do. So I actually like Beathard, younger guy, just as smart as he is in this situation. And have this game go over 30 points again. In the modern era, this is a game that would usually, when you have teams with this type of philosophy, we have Callahan as your offensive line coach at Cleveland, usually in this situation, these games would have gone under earlier, the earlier. But if you live in the past, you die in the past. So, again, I'm going to learn from my mistakes. Even though this season, we are doing well. We're up 59%. You can live in Vegas for Shark. 52.5% is break even. But in all NFL games, we're at around 61%. Last week, we were 61%. Profit. So every single week, we've gotten profit. And that's the name of the game. Profit. Money. And not making any excuses. Because excuses are like assholes. Everybody has them, and everybody uses them. All right? And life is not fair. Remember that. Okay? So give me your Jacksonville Jaguar plus a three and a half. Over 30 points. Yeah. The average score of an NFL game is 45. 30 is way too low. Give me Jake Browning. All right. Give me Jake Browning. Let me find this game here real quick. Uh, Jake Browning, he took, last time Washington was in the playoffs, the Washington Huskies in college, their quarterback was weak arm. Jake Browning. So why does Jake Browning, who has a weak-ass arm in the NFL, why did he take a college team to the playoffs? Because he's a smart guy. He's football smart. And you can't measure a man's heart. You can measure his height, how fast he can run, how hard he can throw a ball. But you can't measure his heart. And Jake Browning has a lot of heart, and he's a successful guy. Right? He, yeah, you know, he made it happen. He hit Jamar, he recognized one-on-one coverage, and he hits Jamar Saves. Not everybody can do that. He can. He's going against Battle of the Backups. Garner Mentry, Washington State. He should have won the Heisman Trophy at Washington State. He's doing a great job with Indianapolis, Indianapolis 75. He's better than Anthony Richardson, who was their start, going to be the starting QB out of Florida. So, again, this uh, remember, Robert Ursay, Town of Cocaine, Hooker, and 30,000 ecstasy pills. He's the owner of the team. He takes out a lot of loans. He's a crack addict. Hopefully he's in recovery, even though I see him drinking all the time on social media. And he's writing crazy stuff on social media, so I wonder. Uh, hopefully he's okay, but he's cheap. He doesn't have the money. He blew it all on what we just talked about. Right? And again, the two-tiered system of justice. If I did that, I would be in jail. But I digress. Give me uh, Jake Brown minus the one point. Jake Browning, minus one, under 44. 
This is a game they both need. Uh, 45. See, average in an NFL game. People are being fooled by what, uh, I mean, it was smart, but something you never do again. Sometimes you do something one time, right? And it's a brilliant move, but you can never do it again. Uh, Coach Zach Taylor cannot get into a shootout. Again, he decided to get a shootout Monday night. It worked out. He's not going to get in a shootout with Indianapolis. He's going to control the ball. He's going to play that zone and keep this game under. Luan Murata, great defensive coordinator for your Cincinnati Bengals. He's going to keep the game under for us. The Ravens. Now, most of the time, the Ravens do not cover big lines. But the Rams always have problems going across the country. Uh Stafford is old. He's going to be on that flight. He's going to stiffen up. It's not going to work for them, right? And the Ravens are coming off a bye. You're talking about Super Bowl coach. You're talking about the Harbaugh Mafia football family. They're always got, you know, they always cheat, but they're successful. That's why his brothers in the playoffs. Number one ranked, Michigan, Rose Bowl. Hopefully, I'll make it there. Rose Bowl, Michigan against Alabama, Crimson Tide, Roll Tide. Great game. We'll break that game down. And we'll have a podcast on it. So we can monetize the Rose Bowl. Decade birth of winnings. All right. So you got the Ravens minus seven under 40. Defense and running game travel. The Rams have an average defense and no running game, right? So give me the, the Ravens minus 70 under 40. The greatness of the Oakland Raiders, right? They're talking about the Oakland Raiders. Hey, people hate to make money off national tragedies, but with all the people gunned down at UNLV, uh, the Raiders plus four, over 40 points, the Raiders are coming off a bye. The greatness of the Raiders coming off a bye, national tragedy, as crude as it is. You have to pay the rent, right? And there's been times, luckily I'm not in that situation before. There's times where I paid the rent, things have gone well for me, paid for vacation, betting on games. But we're not like everybody else. We're selfish and keep the information for yourself. We share the information, all right? So to that end, I'm sharing this information, take it to the bank, feel very confident, Raiders plus four over 40. Double-digit dogs in the division cover 70% of the time. They've covered 70% of the time this year. Now, this time, you got a Super Bowl winning coach in Pete Carroll. So give me Seattle plus 11 over 47. Years pass. This game would be another game against the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco 49ers, for lack of better terminology, for lack of a better phrase, they blew their load against Getting revenge on the Eagles, right? Emotional revenge. You can't do that every week. See, Spurrier and Collins just say you can only get up a team up three times during the season. One of those times was last week against the Eagles, against the Cowboys, who they played in the playoffs last year. Uh, Seattle, they played in the playoffs last year. It's more of a revenge game for Seattle. And Seattle played great against the Cowboys, and the Cowboys have equal or better talent than your San Francisco 49ers. So for that and many other reasons, give me Pete Carroll, one-time Super Bowl champ, 
got the Seahawks to another Super Bowl, won three national titles with your USC Trojans, and won Super Bowl as Bill Walters, defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. So, needless to say, double-digit dogs in the division, revenge game for Pete Carroll. Give me your Seattle Seahawks, plus 11, over 47. All right? The Buffalo Bills coming off a bye. They need it. They have a lot of talent. I like Josh Allen, right, against the Chiefs. And the Chiefs uh, want to talk about rigid thinking of a guy who's a multi-multi-millionaire, right? His personal life, complete disaster, right? One son dead, the other one in jail, who was his uh, linebacker coach because he neglected him as a daddy. So uh, Andy Reid is not dad of the year, right? By any means, no way. Is he dad of the year? But he's a rigid-minded coach who really only cares about division games. So the Chiefs, uh, the Bills right now, we're looking at, I like the under 52, if you can get that, under 52 points, because the Bills haven't been scoring a lot, and the Chiefs haven't been scoring a lot. So you have to pay attention, right? Because you're competing against Vegas. You're competing against other betters. You're competing against yourself. And if you live in the past, you will die in the past. Bottom line, we see it every day in the news. We see it every day in your personal life. You got to change your... We're not, we don't have the advantages of a Pete Carroll or a Andy Reid who already have millions and they're old and they're established. And they are allowed to keep their rigid thinking until they cave and it collapse, right? We want to avoid the collapse and keep on rolling. So you cannot live in the past. So in the past, the Bills and the Chiefs have been five-line teams. They're not. They're protecting their defense. They're both part of the same football mafia. So look this game to be a last possession game. They're both members of the Andy Reid mafia with the head of the mafia Andy. Andy Reid being there right now. Uh, so look for the the Bills need this, right? So the, his protege needs this. Uh, the Bills, the Chiefs can withstand a losing streak. And look for this game to go under 49 points. The Eagles at the Cowboys. Now, the opposite of the 49ers is true for the Eagles. The Eagles were embarrassed last week. They were blown out. But they really did not show what they do with the red zone offense. Why? They're keeping it in their back pocket for a division opponent that counts for two. They're already head in the, ahead in the conference. Uh, 49ers are not in that division. The Cowboys is a huge cultural rivalry. You can see the movie with Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence. Silver Linings Playbook. Talked about, I may have spoiled the movie, but a lot of the movie was about the deep cultural rivalry between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. Deep cultural match. It's going to be a great game. It was a great game the first time. Won by the Eagles. Dallas wants revenge. I do believe Dallas is going to win this game. So, to watch this game, make money off of it. 52.5% break-even. 66% you're making profit. And that's the goal, to make profit and make it be analogous to compound interest, where profit each week, like we're doing, 
each week we're blessed. Uh, 14 weeks of college football, 13 weeks of NFL football, profit each time. So it's compound interest. They compound each week the profit. Makes really good Christmas rest. So to that end, we're going to go Philadelphia plus the four points over the 51 points because so that, that, that red zone offense is going to come out. They're held in their back pocket next week, whatever they got going. And whatever, even if you want to keep their good place in their back pocket, making uh, a Devontae Smith or A.J. Brown high point a ball on a lob on a fade, that's still good red zone. It's not brain surgery. It might not be the trick play they're going to run, but it's, it's a good strategy. So they can play and win a lot of games playing vanilla. It didn't work out last week, but give me the money line with Dallas. And Dallas money line, you can get it at minus 175. So give me Dallas on the money line. The Eagles plus the four points. This game is go over 52. And remember, over 51. 52 is your key number. So you always got to watch those key numbers. 52, right? Vegas has to have 51. Vegas thinks it's going to go over. So we're going to go in business with Vegas Sunday night football. Now there's two Monday night games. One is a clunker. And the other one's going to be a good tight game. And remember, Home dogs on Monday night football cover 80% of the time. The two teams that didn't cover this year are two teams we're going to bet against who suck, right? We're going to bet against, we're going to go for the Texans. That's a game I missed, but look for the Texans. Let me find that game. The Texans will cover the Jets. I wanted to read a little bit more about it, but, you know, and that's the thing about going through games. And going through each game, right? As you do so and as you analyze teams, some things become crystal clear to monetize. So give me the under in the Texans game, under 33 and a half. And the spread on the, in that game, the Texans and the Jets, is going to be uh, give me the Jets who need it badly and sadly. Give me the Jets. The Jets. Plus four, but it's going to go under the total, right? And the total is, let me get that for you. And I'll bet this right after the podcast. Actually, I'll read more of the New York Post. And if I change my mind, I'll let you know on Twitter. But I do like the under 33 and a half. The last game we're going to look at. It's going to be the Giants. So the Giants are going to cover seven points. Key number of seven points. Home dogs on Monday Night Football, again, are 70%. The only two teams that have lost as home dogs are the Bucks, who really, really suck, and the Jets, who really, really suck. All right? So every other halfway decent team in D-ball coming off a bye, he is a genius strategist. He has time. All he does is eat and watch him, right? Hopefully, his heart will be okay. But look for this game to be under 37 points in the Giants plus seven. And like we said in the podcast a million times, you do not have to give action sports any money. We're going to give you the bowl season. We're going to give you the major bowls. We're going to start with the NBA Christmas. And we give you every single NFL game signed and told. You do not have to give action sports $300 because it's a business thing. 
I've gotten so much. I got a great feedback from somebody who's 71%, making a lot of money. And they talked about how switching to fundamental analysis, which has made people money, technical analysis has not made any money. But they switched to fundamental analysis, big games, and now they're at 71% making a lot of money. I gave one, I'm getting 10 back. I love that. I love that. I love that feedback. So, like Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you get. Thank you for listening to the ESBC Podcast Network. That's why this one cost us eight hundred dollars, and that cost two hundred. And I don't know what that cost. I'm just shitting the work. That's why I wear those shoes and I roll my butt, and I get a limousine sometimes.